You're listening to 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Wake it up. 7am to 10am. 5FM. It's all about entrepreneurship today. We are joined by the founder of Brillionaire and expert in building investment-ready startups and SMEs, Octavius Pukubie. Thanks so much for joining us, Octavius. Thank you, Nicole. Good morning to you and to your listeners. Um, before we get into today's topic, what do you think we should highlight during Global Entrepreneurship Week? Didn't even know that it was, but here we are, making money, building things. Very important week to, to recognize. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, 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 uh, it, uh, it's an important week in the, in the calendar for, for, many, for many entrepreneurs all over the world. Um, and the highlight for us um, this, this, this year has been the fact that it is important for entrepreneurs to know what both the market is looking for mm-hmm. as well as the investors and preparing themselves for that, either to attract new capital to, you know, in, uh, you know kind of help them to grow or, um, you know, convince the market that the products or the solutions that they're building are good enough. So mm-hmm. it, it, the theme has really been about, you know, are you ready? Uh, for this money that you're looking for? Are you ready for this opportunity, this market that you're saying you need access to? And what, the, what does the readiness mean? So, so that, that's been the biggest, the biggest thing. And meeting the need, I 100% agree with you. You need to be making something that nobody else has done that's satisfying the customers in, in some way. Uh, what would you say is the difference between people who prefer to be employees versus people who prefer entrepreneurship? Yeah. Well, I think for me, my, my, my thinking, Nicole, here is, is to try and avoid pitting against people who are choosing to do a nine-to-five and those that choose to pursue their entrepreneurship. Um, we should move away from pitting them against each other. They need each other. We need each other. Mm. Um, but what the, the, the most significant thing, really, I think, is the fact that one who wishes to pursue entrepreneurship is taking a greater risk. It doesn't mean the one that is you know, pursuing nine-to-five isn't taking risks. We're all in the, in the, in the space of trading. You're trading your skills. You're trading your hours. Mm. Um, I can go and start my own business and produce certain products or start a technology business or a startup. I'm also taking risks um, at a bigger scale. Um, but I'm also um, understanding that I've got limited resources. There's very little security in that in that instance. But I don't want people to always think that you know those that choose to be employees are better off than those that went, wish to wish to pursue their entrepreneurship. Um, it, it's tough being an entrepreneur. It's not the easiest things to do. So you've got to have a lot of resources behind you. Uh, so I always say if you can do both um, until you are completely secured to pursue entrepreneurship completely, um, mm. do so. If, um, so essentially what we covered earlier is that there is a difference between employees versus entrepreneurship, but it's it's not a competition and it's not a shameful thing if you're one or the other. But I do think that there are different skill sets or different personality types that are willing to do do the one or the other. Either you like the risk, you like the the adventure, the drama, the thrill of being an entrepreneur, or I think you're somebody who um, enjoys routine, consistency, maybe having the structure of um, of a corporate around you, and neither is neither is is bad at all. In fact, we need both types of people in the world, a hundred percent. What would you say are the benefits of becoming an entrepreneur, seeing that as you are one, and you yeah. can't really get the the same sort of benefits if you are an employee? Yeah, um, you know, so so one of the important you know benefits that that's less talked about is just the the sheer ability to create to create right mm. uh, and the rate at which you create and and the change in uh, you know that you directly have 
you know, for for your customers or your consumers or your, the users of the products that you have. And this is important because many a times we talk about how it's different. Uh, you know, the difference is that largely on the personality traits, you know, the character, you've got to have the drive, you've got to have the ambition, you've got to have all of these. Um, and then you start, you know, and interacting with the consumers and the market and the user of what you thought you were going to, you know, really build to address a market, and then you get despondent because they're not liking what you thought, you know, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be offering them. So, so I think the difference there is you need to have somebody. You have to be somebody who is really passionate about making a tangible change in the, you know, in the consumer's experience, in the consumer's lives, in the consumer's, you know, uh, way of, 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 of living all the products that they consume, enhancing their value, providing them the value. So, so that's, that's very really critical. And that's the difference, really. Uh, mm-hmm. The benefits, really, it, 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 that, that you, that's what, what you get. And then, of course, I mean, you've got other things like, you know, you have a chance to rapidly build your own, your own wealth, uh, but also the, the rate at which you gain the skills is quite higher the concentration is quite high because when you're an entrepreneur you call early early stage you are literally everything and every and yeah. you're playing every different role early stage you are an hr you're you're a finance person you're a marketing person you're an ops person you are a strategist you know you are so you've got to know all of these things so so that the concentration of, of skills that you you learn very early on as an entrepreneur i i met i mean i meant so when you're an employee uh you get that but it's stretched over time and it's not as concentrated as when you are an entrepreneur, but I don't want to lose the message that you know you, it's important for you to always think about the value that you truly, truly uh, deliver to the customers, and that's what is really important. You mentioned earlier on that have sort of being both before you make the transition. Yeah. Is that what yeah. is that what you did, and is that what you would recommend for other people to do? So, being an employee before you make the jump. And like almost that overlap between entrepreneurship, almost like so it's your side hustle for a bit while you're yeah. saving, and then so, as opposed to, okay, bye, yeah. I'm out of here, and then you have no <laughs> savings plan. Three yeah. months you're yeah. there eating baked beans while your side hustle. <laughs> yeah, listen, you know you're right on the money. One of the things that you know we don't talk about is this hustle mentality is not you know is is, is not a it's not a it's not a great thing so, so i don't want people to really yes, so don't glamorize the you know the, the hardship that comes with it one of the things i i did and i i highly recommend that people do this the lessons you learn as an employee are critical. You know, how you, the business communication, interacting with people, the diplomacy, the, you know, the way in which you, you, you engage with customers, different stakeholders, right? That the competence you learn as an employee, it's going to be very crucial when you become an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the transition, it has to be managed very carefully. One of the things you want to be able to do is one, you said, um, build enough savings. I've, I mean, when I, before I jumped, I'd built enough savings to last for, nine months, right? So wow. so the salary that you're on, it needs to be able to carry you for the nine months. Because when you switch, when you completely switch, man, it, the sales cycle is going to it's going to be it's going to shock you. So make sure that you've got enough savings, right? But as you are building the savings, you also start while you are still within. Do a side hustle. Make make sure you are continuing with it. Build relationships and networks while you are within. Uh, while you're still running, you know, uh, you still have your nine to five. Do that, right? Um, also pay pay uh, you know pay very careful attention to, for example, the market that you want to go into, know that the customers know the sales, how long, if I, if you were to make the switch, ideally, how long would you start generating cash, for example? You know, we, I, that's, and that's the mistake we made. You know, we, 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 we didn't um, pay attention to how long we were trying to sell the solutions to large corporate, uh, large businesses. 
Mm-hmm. It took the poverty sales cycle six months for them to pay, right? So, so it, the, the mm-hmm. first client started paying when we were on the brink of completing our entire savings. So you can imagine the stress levels and everything else. Uh, but you want to build a community, be part of a community before you take the jump. There are many other people who have taken jumps, but do it in a very lean way. Build the, the enough resources, build the, the savings, make sure that you capacitate yourself with the right competence, get the networks that, that, are, that are important. Um, um, also, the people that you work with in the current job, find those that are, are open or warm to the idea of you ultimately going to be an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. see how they, they are willing to support you in creating avenues for you to access market and getting additional support when you are now uh, you know, an entrepreneur full-time. And that must be a difficult situation because here you are, an employee, they see value in you, they want you, and you're like, mm, you need to be warm to the idea that I might be leaving and could end up being a competitor, actually, which is, yeah. also, which yeah. is also a reality. Um, Octavius, thank you so much for your insights. I, I know for a fact that we're going to have people who um, are going to be listening to this on Catch Up and are going to want to get in touch with you some way or how. Um, is there... A platform that you prefer, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, LinkedIn, yeah. where um, you're okay to answer questions or have people get in touch with you? Easy. I'm very active on Twitter. It's Morolong ZA. Um, on, uh, on LinkedIn as well, very active. My name, Octavius Pukubia, there. And we also have our business account on Twitter, very active, Brillionaire ZA, where we can engage. Uh, DMs are open. Um, you know, hey. the emails are there. Uh, hello at Brillionaire.co. Very uh, pop up an email. We're happy to engage. We're always looking for talented entrepreneurs who are looking to connect with investors and, and market to build and commercialize their businesses. Brilliant. That's Octavius Pukubia, founder of Brillionaire and expert in building investment-ready startups and SMEs. And if this is something you've been doing during 2020, uh, definitely the person to be getting in touch with. Octavius, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Nicole, man. You're listening to 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Wake up. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. 5FM.